on the road podcast with Hambo. Birthday. Hambo's birthday podcast on the road. I uh, just got out of eating Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. And not, I'm not talking about one of those Pizza Huts where, you know, you go in, you order it, you pick it up, the small, little, maybe there's two, three chairs. I'm talking about an old school Pizza Hut that's got the red uh, roof on it, the, the red uh, pyramid roof. And um, went in there with my good friend, uh, from I used to work with uh, at the local newspaper, uh, Brian. I did a little special on the man. Um, back in the day, I, I might post it, uh, that special, or repost it, I don't know. But anyway, uh, we went in there, and there's just something about Pizza Hut pizza that it is, can be very satisfying. Just the right amount of grease, just the right amount of thickness. And I was just kind of like looking it through on Yelp, and I'm like, okay. I I heard some good things about this one, and then I read a few bad things, saying, you know what, uh, this place can be should be condemned. Uh, <laughs> why don't they tear this place down already? Uh, I was hearing some, I was reading some bad things, but when we got in there, we got to the parking lot. There was no lights on in the parking lot, so we're like, oh, this is already a bad sign. We get down, we sit down, and the warm uh, the lights are. It's a very warm, light, uh, warm lighting throughout the, the restaurant. Oh, Tiger's paraphernalia on the walls, and, and it's it's a nice you know interior. Because the last one I went to, uh, it was way too bright, um, and uh, it was very kind of chintzy dinery, and I wasn't digging it. The pizza was still good, but I just wasn't digging it. So. We order this pizza, and we're all like, "Why did?" They're all like, "Why did we drive out to this one?" I'm like, "I've heard good things. I've had great uh, times at Pizza Hut as a kid, growing up. Uh, you know, with uh, mom taking me out to Pizza Hut, really enjoying the thickness of it, the pepperoni under the cheese. They don't they don't quite do it that way anymore. But there's something about the pan pizza there that has that oomph to it." That, and they, they really they really brought it out, and we got two larges pepperoni. The other one is sausage, uh, salami, and, and and pepperoni. And uh, boy, oh boy, from the first bite, you know, you know, you're eating something special. That's way above average. It's above average in those five dollar pizzas that you can get. Uh, it's way above average in any New York pizza I've had. And uh, it was uh, it was truly a taste of the sublime. And then uh, the Pepsi that she, the Pepsi she brought out, just the right amount of syrup, not too thick, tons of ice in the glass, and just complemented the pizza perfectly. Good conversation with uh, my man uh, uh, Brian, good friend Brian, and uh, and my brother Rob, and uh, we had a great time uh, talking and reminiscing about uh, the days. Uh, We'd all work together and pull the pranks. We would uh, scare each other at work and hide behind corners and shoot ourselves with, like, rubber bands. <laughs> it's a whole other podcast, but I have recorded some of that, the aftermath of that on, on uh, like one of my super shows, the Brian, Brian Super Show there. And, uh, yeah, so many good stories to show. And 
Here's the thing. I've never been hardcore about, yeah, let's go out, fuckers. Let's go out. It's my birthday. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go get laid. And just like, woo, let's drink some titties. Or whatever. It's never been like that with me. I've always had, like, you know, let me have a good, a fistful of good friends. And let's, let's sit down. Let's have a good conversation. And, um, Let's just enjoy each other's company. And then whatever happens after that what is what happens. Maybe we'll go out for a drink or two. I don't need drinks to have a good time. I could just have water or Pepsi or Coke or whatever. Still enjoy myself. Some people got to really go out of their way to, to, for their birthdays. I, I never felt that. As long as they have a good group of friends get together and do something. Um, whether it's go out and, and shoot some pool or, or uh, play some video games or whatever. You know, that, that that's fine. Um... But, uh, you know, it was, I didn't, haven't necessarily done that yet. I'm on the road to downtown Royal Oak, and uh, I'm going to hang out with another friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, the night still progresses on, on, the, on the, uh, my 39th birthday here, 39. I recorded uh, every, uh, probably since I turned 35, I've been recording uh, my thoughts and reflections the day before I turned the next age. And it's kind of an interesting experiment just to see where my mindset is at, um, what I attend, what I wanted to do for that year, and what ended up happening, <laughs> what I've accomplished, what, what I have to do for the next year to get me towards my goals, closer to them, uh, creatively or financially, uh, romantically, or whatever the case is. Um, and really, I think it's a good time. It's kind of like my new year, um, as this person, and uh, it's like, what, you know, am I closer to my goals than I was before? Did I achieve what I wanted to achieve? Or did I, did I let the distraction, the illusion and distraction, the very real illusion of life getting in the way of, you know, errands and, and the paying bills and, and uh, you know, uh, or, or did that get in the way of, of accomplishing my creative goals, whether that was finishing a comic, uh, finishing a story, a short story, uh, finishing a movie, editing it, what have you. Um, and I take those things into consideration. And it's been interesting to see the reflection of, like, my mind, my thought process through each year. And it also is kind of an awakener because it gives you perspective on, like, well, you know how we can kind of hold on to stuff in our past, that, whether that's good or bad. Um, that maybe we haven't forgiven ourselves about something and we seem to carry over from each year. Or some kind of anger, some kind of pain, and I think that thing that can transfer over from each year if you don't take a moment to give it perspective and be like, "Gosh, I'm saying the same things," or uh, it's the same uh, guilt uh, for saying something to somebody, or the same uh, frustration over something that did that didn't go nearly where you wanted it to go <laughs> with somebody, you know, uh, and, and we can hold on to these things. 
and it's it's so incredibly psychologically hard to to dump to dump that. And remember, it's it's easy for people to say, "Oh, just let go, just let go of the past," you know. And uh, well, here's the thing: some habits are hard to break, but when you can be aware of how your mind thinks how we can get stuck into patterns of thinking. It's uh, it's interesting to look back at a year reviewed, reflected, and recorded. Um, 39. I got a lot to do before I hit, hit the next one. Next year. And, uh, a lot of things, you know, I think about how hard should I push myself even more? Well, I'm pushing myself by getting up as a birthday resolution. As, uh, you know, I'm like, how about get, ten, get up 10, 20 minutes earlier? <laughs> and every year, a bit earlier each time. Because it's like, well, here's the thing. I stay up late, but I get things done when I stay up late. I like the, uh, the solace being up at one in the morning and working on something because no one there's no incentive to go outside get that catch that nice day or uh, people walking around in the morning you know I don't want to interact with anybody in the morning nobody I just want to be left alone to wake up but I never find and they always say oh the morning time is pe- that's when you're the most creative oh, bullshit I say bullshit to that I call it because I spend most of that time, if I do get up early, say for me, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, which is early for me, I'm spending at least an hour just trying to wake up. So really, just getting up is just, if I got up an hour, say I got up 11, I'd spend maybe an hour still waking up till noon. But my incentive by getting up at 11 is that, okay, well, it's 11 o'clock, it's late morning. My incentive is to keep moving a little bit more when I once I get out of that bed, um, as opposed to oh it's ten o'clock. All right, well I can still kind of lounge a bit. And I spend an hour waking up and then it's eleven o'clock. So it's sometimes there's more of an incentive if I get up late morning. But uh, I've never felt more cre- creatively uh, that I needed. Because there's always that, like, oh, the justification to myself. The justification that you should be outside, not working on your comic. When, fuck yeah, I should be working on my comic. Fuck yeah, I should be working to finish a story. Or whatever the project may be. Like, how, why am I angry at myself for doing it? It's what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth. You know, unfortunately, I can't spend every time, every minute of every hour doing these things. Um, there's always some distraction, whether that be an errand to do the laundry, uh, go out to the dollar store to get yourself some toilet paper, or whatever the deal is to get in your way on your on your days off, or your half days, or when you get out of work. Um, and that's not even including. The time you have to spend exercising, uh, preparing your food, 
heaven forbid you actually make yourself a meal as opposed to getting going out to eat or whatever. So that's an hour right there. Uh, oh yeah, I got to take a shower after working out. And so you're looking at almost three three hours of doing stuff. It's you'd rather not be. Yeah, they're beneficial, but it's like man, I'd rather be. It's taking away time from my creative things. And then you add on top of that a social life. Okay, where you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice a night going out with your buddies, or going out to the bar or with friends or by yourself or whatever event, trying to find some girl <laughs> to talk to. Okay, not that that's a waste of time. It's not if you're sharpening a social skill, but that's time away from your creative endeavors. You know, there's a price to pay for everything we do. There's a consequence. Whether that's good, bad, or in between. To every positive, there's a negative. And uh, knowing how to manage that and prioritize that is something that takes many, many years. It's taken me many, many years. And I still haven't mastered it. I don't think a lot of us have. Because the nature of life is so dynamic to where it... Or sometimes downright mundane and predictable. Seemingly predictable. I hate using that word predictable, but... Life can be like... Feel like that a lot. But... um, That it just... uh, You have to be able to kind of go with it. Um... It's like every holiday that comes up, you know, after work, 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 production, 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 okay, now everybody stop. You know, you have to be able to go with that flow. I used to I used to not celebrate the holidays quite as much. There's probably like a few years there where I didn't care about Halloween, I didn't care about Thanksgiving, let's get it over with already. Because it's that working mentality. Like, yep, it's just another day. And to a lot of people, holidays are just another day. And I get that. But I find that it screws me up a lot more when I don't embrace that holiday. Um, Because I feel like I just get run over by the whole thing. Um, And that's no fun. Um, So you have to kind of... You have to kind of go with it. And and embrace the silliness of life by the, the sudden... The craziness of the non-stop American production machine and uh, that we're all in and uh, it comes to that sudden sudden grinding halt and it's like man you have to take a step back and really look at that for what it is and be like you know this is our work culture you know you look at other nations you know uh, what is it that one uh, country that they have a siesta I think Spain, uh, a siesta, they just where they just take a nap in the middle of a production day. You know, it's a different culture. We live in this keep it moving culture where we seldom stop to reflect and smell the roses, smell where the direction of, of take a break. Is this really where I want my life to head? You only get so much life. You only get so many years. You get so much talent. You got to use that talent, kids. 
and you've got to put your foot down, which is what I did the year of the 38. I put my foot down, and I said, no mas. I'm like Roberto Durant. No mas with this sales job. It served its purpose. Now it's time for me to move forward as a creative artist. Finish my projects. Put them out there. Slim the number of projects down. Get it lean. Get the get your web get my website or get my blogs or whatever into a nicely running humming machine. Become the Batman. Become the Batman of movie making. I don't know if anyone's a Batman movie making ever. No, you know Bobby Darren has a great quote. He's like, uh, I thought I had it locked. And uh, the thing is, nobody ever has a lockdown. Not ever. And I think by that he meant nobody ever goes out there perfectly to where they got everything. They know what they're going to do. They know how they're going to do it. Uh, and they're, you know, and, and to wait for everything to line up just perfectly right. You'll never go out and do it that way. Nobody's ever got it locked down. Not ever. And uh, Bobby Darren thought he had it locked at one point. That's probably why he stopped. He dropped out for a little bit um, from singing. And especially when music changed a bit. And the crooning uh, kind of stopped being so popular or whatever. He had, to, he had to change. He had to reinvent himself. And I, I find myself doing that in a way. You know, every every five or ten years, you ha- we have to reinvent ourselves because of the changing times. How do we fit in? How do we fit in as artists? Um, it's really a good question. Um, I think the most important thing is to have focus. The more focus and determination to see things see things through the better um, it's just all good right there you know you need to have that um, I think especially the need to not be a perfectionist so much that can kill an artist never releasing your final product product or project or art or masterpiece or what have you and waiting it for be to for it to be perfect can keep you from from producing. And I think that that's that's the thing right there. It's all in our own heads that letting go of that perfection. Um, that's the life lesson tonight. This is a big life lesson episode. <laughs> Nobody's ever got it locked. Not ever. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll leave you all with that. Let me take a look and see here. I'm, I'm rolling up into uh, downtown Royal Oak here to celebrate the rest of my birthday. And, uh, you know, my podcasts aren't real long. <laughs> it's seldom I hit an hour. But I always like to make my podcast meaningful. And uh, I, I hate when it feels like I'm just kind of blathering. Uh, I, I do want to hit my points. I do feel like the power from me comes from on the roads like this, to where it's just, I've had some of the best conversations on the road, 
um, the most meaningful and sincere conversations on the road. And um, I don't know why that is, as opposed to maybe sitting on the, on the couch or the chair or what have you and recording. But uh, 39, and uh, I will add this. When I went to go pick up my buddy Brian or go over his place to before we went to the Pizza Hut, and uh, I will give you one more fun, one, one more uh, story about Pizza Hut before this. Um, we were talking about, you know, he just he just turned forty one, and he was like, "Well, you know, I don't feel forty. He's like, I, I feel like I feel the same way I do when I was seventeen. Like, oh boy, that's that's amazing, that's great, and uh, and, and and he's not in the best shape, you know. He's you know he's not he's not a you know, he's no King Hippo or anything, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but he, he has been active in his life, in sports, perhaps has something to do with it, staying active somehow, in your earlier life, but that's a great mentality, to be like, feel that energy still, that vitality, um, and, and I pretty much broke it down to him, and I say, well, that's the key right there. You really as old as you feel, and as old as you think. We can all be older in our own minds, and think, "Oh, I'm an old man." But really, it's our mentality. You know what we still hold on to, what we can let go of, or at least let go of for a little while to embrace uh, the current day and to make that great. Um, There's a cop car up ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, slow it down. Um, yeah, and that really is the key to the age. Not not that not the big monumental. Oh, you're 40 or 39. There's another cop car. Keep it moving. Um, because those things, those things are a human invention. The numbers we put on ourselves time passing anyway that's my opinion I'm sticking to it final Pizza Hut story Phantom Menace came out uh, Pizza Hut was pushing uh, Star Wars cups and, and uh, you get that combo with the super large tops that you put on the, on the cups uh, you get a Darth Maul figure with the moving arms, or you can get a uh, what was that guy? Jar Jar Binks. I got the Jar Jar Binks, and this was right when the movie was coming out, when there wasn't a, as much of a backlash because it was still fresh in everybody's heads. And we were kind of high on on that Star Wars movie and, and talking about it and all the cool parts. Fired up about Star Wars being back. And, um, I just remember eating pizza with my good friend. Uh, I'll say, I will say his name is, uh, Richard. And, uh, anyway, eating this great pizza, thick, Pepperoni under the cheese. 
greasy, but we didn't care. We knew it was gonna be like, ugh, we were being wait, we're gonna be weighted down by it. We didn't care because it tasted so good. It was so magical. It was magic pizza. I think they made a movie called Magic Pizza. But anyway, uh, yeah, in the Pepsi at the time, drank it through the straws through Jar Jar's mouth, plastic top. Talk about Star Wars with one of my best friends. Life doesn't get much better than that, folks. I was probably like around 1998. No, 1999, maybe. Around there. End of the 90s. End of a magnificent decade for me. So many highs and lows. That's another podcast, which shall be told another time. But uh, I'm going to leave you leave it at this with the uh, the birthday special on the road, Hambo, Ham Palace. And as always, uh, may you have long days and pleasant nights. And thanks for sharing this time with me on my birthday, my 39th, which I'll always remember tonight. It's a special night. Special thoughts. Which will be forever immortalized in this cast. <laughs>